0: Hello everyone, I am Matt Williamson, and the majority of today's podcast is going to be digging into Dane Brugler of The Athletic did a seven-round mock. No trades, of course, but a seven-round mock. That's an endeavor, man, And, and Dane does great work. He has a publication called The Beast, which is one of the best draft guides you'll ever find. But before we get into that, and we're going to look at the Steeler picks, of course, um, I threw this out on Twitter and I thought it was really impressive to be honest with you or very telling of what the sealer season was last year. And I've often told you guys about EPA. I think the majority of you at least understand what EPA is. It's expected points added. And I think it's the best barometer of how good a football team is in the NFL nowadays Has we really caught on as mainstream stuff now. But so expected points added per play on offense for the Steelers weeks 1 through 9 they were 28th in the league so that's the offense you know 28th EPA on offense weeks 1 through 9 expected points allowed per play weeks through 9 25th now we know the schedule was harder and there's no what and Pickett was learning but in any way he cut it, that was pretty miserable. I mean, weeks one through nine, as all of you can attest, were pretty miserable. Now, weeks 10 through 18, expected points added per play. So that's offense. Fourth best in the league from 10 to 18. The defense, fifth best in that stretch. And again, they were remarkably healthy. Schedule got easier. Watt came back. Pickett, you know, got better. But all these things matter. I mean, it was more than any season I can remember, it was a tale of two halves. I mean, frankly, I mean, it was pretty remarkable. And the good stuff happened most recently, folks. So, anyway, um, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this mock. We're not going through seven rounds. But just kind of want to lay it out, you know, that – this is maybe something you could expect the team to end up with when it's all said and done. And there's some picks I don't agree with. There's many that I do, you know I mean? So um, let's go through it. Here's the guys that come again, no trades here are the dudes that went off the board before the Steelers picked at 17 Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Anderson, Anthony Richardson, Tyree Wilson, Christian Gonzalez, Devin Weatherspoon. No shocks there. None of those guys are going to be there at 17. Nolan Smith to Atlanta is a little surprising, but I don't think he'll be there either. Jalen Carter goes all the way to nine, which brings up the issue. If Car- Carter's falling to nine, I'm calling the Bears to trade up. I mean, he's the only guy I'm trading up for, but I would give a lot to go get Jalen Carter. Lucas Van Ness is somebody I'd be happy to see fall off the board. He goes at 10. Will Levis to the Titans. Miles Murphy, Paris Johnson Jr., Patriots intake take Broderick Jones, Packers take Skoronsky. So what is that? Three offensive tackles in a row, three offensive linemen, however you want to classify Skoronsky. And then the Steelers are probably pretty happy to see Bijan Robinson fall off the board right before they pick to the commanders. So not a lot of mystery or nuance to this pick, but Dane has them taking Joey Porter Jr., Fine. I mean, some guys that went right after that, Kalijah Kansi, no thanks. Darnell Wright, I would take Porter over him. Jackson Smith and the Jigba, I'd have to rethink this. I definitely would have taken ahead of Porter. But with the Allen Robinson trade, it's more of a coin flip for me. He goes to Seattle. Um, Dalton Kincaid, I would have taken Porter over. I would take him over Zay Flowers. I'd take him over Deontay Banks. I think I would take him over Brian Brazee, who he has going to Jacksonville. Player I really like. Defensive tackle. Um, I'd take him over Addison. I'd take him over Michael Mayer, over Drew Saunders, Adebarre, Mozzie Smith. Brian Branch is a dude I would love. And he has Brian Branch going 30 in this draft. Boy. If he would have lasted to 32, I almost don't care who the Steelers would have taken at 17. Even though Porter's a defensive back, he's a corner, Branch is a slot, he's a safety, blah, blah, blah. I would have ran to the podium with Branch if he would have lasted two more picks. But the Eagles have him going, or they have the Eagles taking him at 30, and then Keon White goes 31. So quick break here, and we will come back with the outside the first round picks. The Steelers are on the clock, much like uh, you know Thursday night. You guys are going to be anticipating that first pick like crazy. Rarely do the Steelers have a first pick on a day. It's going to be a blast. So back in a moment. So, as mentioned, Dane does awesome work, um, really knows these teams pretty well. He's more of a draft guy than an NFL guy, of course. And so, team needs aren't his specialty as much as players. I have a problem with this pick, though. He has them taking Osiris Torrance, who 100% is worth the 30-second pick overall. And I'm not real certain he'll even be there. I just think a pure guard is not in the equation. So, some players that are available that would be more my cup of tea than Osiris Torrance. So, here's the guys that went right after. Quinton Johnson, Jameer Gibbs, Emmanuel Forbes. I would definitely take Forbes over Torrance, but Steelers already have a corner. So, no. Will McDonald Jr., interesting. Hendon Hooker. Um, Trenton Simpson is somebody I would consider at that point. Cody Mock, no. I think he's more interior. Keanu Benton. So, there's not a ton of names that are jumping out at me. Darnell Washington, though, is appealing. And he has Darnell Washington going 48th, which is the pick before the Steelers, you know, pick that they earned in the second round. I think I'd take Washington over Torrance. I would run to the podium if he would have lasted one more pick to 49. So, Dane has them taken DeWan Jones, the massive, gigundous offensive tackle from Ohio State. I mean, imagine adding Torrance and Jones to that offensive line. They're two of the biggest people in this draft. Jones is the biggest people in the person in this draft. But I think there's more needs. I, I mean, I can't imagine two of your first three picks being offensive linemen, especially a guard. Um, and that being said, the tackle that goes two picks later, Anton Harrison, and the pick in the tackle that goes four picks later, Matthew Bergeron are more left tackles. I mean, they well, they are left tackles, they're not a projection to the left side. So I haven't exactly decided my list there from a Steeler perspective. But if I had to pick between Jones, Harrison and Bergeron, I'm not sure what I would do there. So all three of those are to me very similar in terms of value to the Steelers. And co- coincidentally, not not coincidentally, whatever. They all go around the same area. Um, Jack Campbell would be a guy I'd also consider who is on the board. I've really warmed up to Diane Henley. He goes at 58, which is earlier than I expected. Um, Julius Brent, although the Steelers have a corner or some of the guys that are going off the board here that I like, you know. So um, Steelers are then on the clock in the third round. He ends up having, and I kind of like this pick. Is Saika Ika? Massive, massive nose tackle from Baylor. So, (laughs) they took basically the biggest guard, the biggest player in Jones, the biggest defensive lineman, three picks in a row. Like, they just added like a thousand pounds of man there in three picks. More. Um, I'm fine with Ika at 80. Uh, I have no problem with that whatsoever. But a nose, I don't know. Uh, So, some guys that are still on the board that I'd have some interest in at 80 – I really like Brenton Strange from Penn State. I really like Nick Herbig from Wisconsin. Those two are both there. He's the New Steelers' brother. who's um, some others here that are of interest. I like Schoonmaker a lot, the tight end from Michigan. I like Jaden Reed a lot. Um, I don't think he'll be in the mix now that Alan Robinson is, is a Steeler. And to Dane's, you know, to, to you know, give Dane a, a little tidbit here, He didn't know – this came out before the Robinson trade because the next pick ends up being a wide receiver for the Steelers that I don't think they would take. But two guys I like quite a bit – or three, actually, in a row that are in this neighborhood, Pitts, Carter Warren, which they would not take if they had taken Jones. But that's about the neighborhood you can get Carter Warren. I think he'd be a great project at left tackle for the Steelers. And then two edge guys that are late-day two dudes that go 98-99 – Yaya Diaby and Byron Young from Tennessee. Diaby's from Louisville. They would fit in here really, really well. Um, so now we get into the, the fourth round. Steelers are on the clock at 120. And as I mentioned, they took Charlie Jones. He's a, a big slot from Purdue. Uh, he's been in for a visit. He would fit in. I just think that he's not great enough for me if you already have Allen Robinson. But a player I love that goes a couple pick or one pick before the Steelers, This seems to be a trend in this thing, is Henry Choto, the linebacker from Bama. And now that I think about it, the pick right before him is another linebacker, Dorian Williams, I've told you about from Tulane. Both those guys to me would be phenomenal picks at 120. I mean, run and hit, active, do it all linebackers. So a couple times, it seems like in this draft, the Steelers get sniped quite a bit with guys that go just a smidge before they're on the clock. Um, so at 120, they took Charlie Jones, who I don't think would be the pick. Um, but there are some interesting dudes there. Zach Koontz, Zach Evans, Luke Whippler, some of those type of guys. But the dudes that went right before the Steelers or the ones I like, I like Riley Moss a lot from Iowa. He goes in this neighborhood. Aseem Richards from North Carolina is a tackle guard that was on available that I would consider in these mid rounds. And unfortunately, as it stands now, and of course, Dane doesn't do trades, there is a barren wasteland here. You know, Jones goes at 120 and then you get all the way down to 234, which is before the Rams trade. So, there'd even be longer. You would really have to wait till 241. But he as a Sears taken Hunter Lupke is a Fullback, running back, special teamer, use check type. Okay. I mean, we're talking about seventh round picks here. And then he does give the Steelers an edge. Beal from Georgia, who interests me in the seventh round. Um, Personal reasons, you know, that and as a Steeler fan, and I'm sure you guys agree, it would be nice to have a pick somewhere between 120 and 241. I mean, that's going to be a barren wasteland. And If they do trade down a few spots from 17, if they make a trade at 32, I wouldn't insist on it, but it would be nice to, hey, throw in the 180th pick overall and we got a deal, you know, that type of thing. Just so you're in that neighborhood, there's safeties, there's edge, there's off the ball linebackers in that barren wasteland where it's not a bad place to shop, you know? I mean, even centers, guards, there'll be a tight end there I'm sure I like, so it – it's a little disturbing that you got to wait from 120 overall all the way to 241. And why I said from a personal note is I'm going to be broadcasting for the Steelers every minute of the draft. There's a bunch of us on the air. I'm the only one, I'm the only one, which I take as an honor that is on the air for every second of draft coverage. Everybody else has shifts and take an hour off here and there. Not me. I'm on the whole time, but from 120 to 241, I'm going to need some things to talk about. I mean, you can only talk about the first four or five picks, you know, so many times or the action that's happening. But as an on-the-air, quote, talent, which is a stretch, I am dreading that area. It's going to be a challenge, to say the least. So uh, that's a wrap. I thought this would be a fun little exercise. And don't discount what we talked about at the beginning of just how much better the team was for the second half of the season than the first.